Welcome to another episode of the How to Save the World podcast, where we take a deep dive into the academic research and behavioral science of what really gets people to take pro-environmental action and behavior. And today is another special episode of our new branch of the podcast called Steal My Idea, where I share the details behind one of my many ideas I come up with for How to Save the World that is measurement-driven, evidence-based, and relying on gamification and the behavioral sciences. Those are my ingredients and my tools for how I come up with these great ideas, and that is how I help you and all of the other amazing world changers who listen to this podcast try to do the same. And today I'll be sharing an idea with you called the V-score. The V-score is an app and a campaign and a measurement type of system that also includes ratings and colors. And it's designed for restaurants to add more plant-based ingredients and vegetarian and vegan meals to their menus. It can be hard to find an exclusive vegan or vegetarian restaurant, and it might not really be viable to expect existing restaurants that aren't vegan or vegetarian to just suddenly change their whole menu over. But what I think is extremely viable is helping existing restaurants and food vendors make a big shift towards making at least 50% of all of the calories and all of the options on their menus to be plant-based. There's actually a lot of behavioral science that is done on menu design to encourage vegetarian and vegan food choices. And what they find is that if you simply add more vegan and vegetarian meals to a menu, and you don't necessarily push them out into the vegetarian food section, you just sort of have them floating there amongst all of the other types of foods, people who don't self-identify as vegan or vegetarian will just naturally choose more plant-based foods. So there's no reason why people who aren't calling themselves vegan or vegetarian or even actively or consciously trying to cut back on their meat intake may end up actually cutting down on their meat intake quite a lot. If the choices around them are interesting looking, good quality plant based foods, meat eaters are completely able and do all the time eat vegan and vegetarian meals oatmeal, peanut butter sandwiches, fruit platters, salads. Meat eaters can actually cut back on their consumption of animal products substantially without even really realizing it. Because so much of what we eat is already plant based anyway. When we think of bread, fruit, vegetables, potatoes, grains, all that type of food. So the V-score is what came out of following my behavior mapping process, which is all about looking at the numbers that we want to shift and then identifying the key action that we want people to take and working on a concept that brings those two things together, that we know what we want to change and we figure out what that action is and then we're trying to make that feedback loop happen. We're trying to make the action affect the data. Measure it. Did it work? Okay, encourage more of the action. And the first thing we want to look at when we're trying to encourage a reduction in meat and an increase in plant-based foods is how are we going to measure it? I thought one of the best ways to measure this was just a really simple assessment of calories as to whether the food was plant-based or whether the food was animal-based. Now, you could do this by the total amount of carbon emissions from a particular food? What's the carbon emissions of butter? What's the carbon emissions of lettuce or strawberries or milk? And just try to take out those really carbon heavy foods. But that gets pretty complicated. 
And it doesn't also really account for the ethical issues around animal agriculture. What I thought was better was, does it come from a plant or does it come from an animal? And so the idea is that you would launch this campaign with a group of restaurants on a particular street. You might look at 50 or 100 restaurants that you want to shift, a particular neighborhood of where these restaurants are. And then you would get each menu from the restaurant. And using a simple calculator, you would add up what the calories were in each meal of how much came from a plant and how much came from an animal, and then total up the entire menu. Of this entire menu, is it 80% animal calories, 50% animal calories, 20% animal calories? And then we apply a rating, a color, and a star rating to each one of these restaurants. So in order to get 100%, that means you get the beautiful blue color, you get five stars, that is a fully vegan restaurant. The menu is 100% plant-based foods. Then next notch down is the menu is 80% plant-based foods. That's when you move into the green zone. When you use the calculator, it might be 85%, maybe it'll be 79%. You can figure out what it is. And these calculators already exist for the amount of calories in a particular food. And we want to work it out by calories as well, not by weight. A big mistake I see done in a lot of these infographics about the environmental impact of food is they do it by weight. So that means you're comparing like the weight of lettuce to the weight of steak. You just cannot compare food by weight. It must be done by calorie. That's the most accurate way you can do it. It might take an hour or two to figure this out for a simple menu. Any volunteer can do it. Anybody can do it. It would be fun to do. We should do it right now. I should, do, I should go and grab a menu somewhere and, and just figure one out for real. And so imagine you've got all these restaurants and you figured out their ratings. So if they were 50% plant-based calories, they would be in the yellow zone. If they were only 30%, they'd be only two stars in the orange zone. And if they were only like 15 or 20% plant-based calories, then they would get the bad score. They would only get one star. They would get the red color. And that's what they would be assigned to. So imagine we've got, our, let's say we have 50 restaurants. We go and we calculate each one of their menus and we give each one a score. Now we can approach each one of these restaurants and very gently, very politely go to them and let them know about the project. Be like, hi, Mr. Chef or Mr. Restaurant Owners. Do you know I'm working with this not-for-profit or with this climate cause or with the local city's sustainability community? And we're working to encourage restaurants in our local community to offer more plant-based foods to our community because that's what people are asking for and it's good for the planet and it's good for health. Using a little bit of foot-in-the-door technique is that you start with small asks, would you be interested in learning more about our program? And then you can explain it some more and then say, we've actually taken your menu and we actually calculated the ratio of plant-based foods to animal-based foods, would you be interested in seeing your score? And they'd probably be like, yes, I want to see my score. And then you can print out a nice letter or A4 a poster or, you know, certificate of this menu and then show them their score. You know, did they get 55%, 79%, show them the color, the amount of stars. And then it says, this restaurant serves 54% plant-based foods. And there it is. And possibly they could put that up in the window of the restaurant. You can use legislation to force restaurants to put these type of pictures up. Just FYI, that might be a bit of a long stretch. But we're just in the concept design right now. So this step is the disclosure design. Disclosure meaning 
we figure out a measurement or a metric that we want to really change. And then we make sure everybody in our group, our group of 50 restaurants, and the people who are going to be looking to eat at those restaurants, they all see this data that is displayed in the same type of way. The official term for that is disclosure design. That's what you see when you go to buy a car and there's a label on the side of the car that says, you know, your car is so many miles per gallon and it's an official label design that's been designed by the EPA. And car sellers have to put that picture in the window of the car by law. That's what disclosure means. So that's the type of theory that I'm coming from when I'm working on this design of the V-score. So then what you can do is you can do one of these for all of our different restaurants and then you can let them know where they rank compared to all of the other restaurants. So you can say, well, this restaurant here is number one. This is the fully vegan restaurant or maybe there's a few of them. And then we've got these restaurants that are coming in third, fourth and fifth place. And then these other restaurants are around the 50%, 70%. And then you can say, but these restaurants are doing really badly. They have nowhere near enough plant-based foods in their menus. They're at 1%, 5%, 8%. And although a lot of restaurant owners really, really love meat, chefs tend to love to cook meat, if it's framed in a way that this is a bad type of menu, almost an irresponsible or unhealthy type of menu to give people. And remember, we're not asking people to completely give up on meat. We're just asking them to offer many plant-based meals in addition to their meat-based meals to just really, really scale up that amount of plant-based foods that are on offer. And so when you show people their rank, their social comparison, this is called social norms in behavioral psychology. This comparison of social norms is quite possibly the most powerful thing to drive change. People get intensely motivated when they're compared to other people and especially motivated when they see that they're doing worse than average. Nobody wants to be in the lower half of the group. They all want to be in the better half of the group. So if you present the data of all these 50 restaurants ranked from most plant-based to least plant-based, you really only want to change the design of the poor performing restaurants. You want the meat-heavy restaurants to start to improve their behavior. They're going to be the most sensitive to being told their score because their score will be below average, most likely. And then what you can do is to create a map of your local community restaurants, and then you can give each one a color code, the star rating, and the score on a map and then distribute that around your community. You can do it online, you can do it by email, you can do a little local marketing campaign. And when those restaurants start to see themselves mapped out against all the other restaurants, maybe they've got a, an orange or a red dot, they've only got the one star, and then all these other restaurants have the green star, the green dot, five stars. They'll be like, oh my God, what are we going to do? When are we redoing our menu? Well, I suppose we should try to at least get, well, like, okay, okay, well, let's just... You know, that, that's the type of comparison and the, this type of measurement-based behavior design that you can apply to people that will encourage them to take action. And it is not going through the route of trying to convince people to do things because getting them to be more educated about the topic or getting them to care more. We're not asking all of the chefs to come and watch a documentary about how bad beef is for climate change. Although I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. That would be a great, but we really need to put the behavioral structure in place to be tracking everybody's progress, comparing everybody in a group next to each other so we can create that natural upward spiral of change 
and then applying these simple things like a color grading, a star rating, a simple number, and just letting people naturally want to improve their score against all the others in the group. And personally, I think if you rolled out this B-score concept across a group of restaurants over six months, it wouldn't take a lot of budget. It would be fun to do if you had the backing of the local city or the local mayor or some substantial group to really get the restaurants and the chefs behind it so they were really working with you rather than working against you. My hunch is that you could really shift the amount of plant-based foods on those menus, especially if you can really get people to buy into the concept. And it doesn't feel like a sort of a weird fringe thing that's being pushed on them. Please have a look at the designs for the V-score idea that I have on my blog. It's on my Medium page. So that's at medium.com forward slash Katie Patrick. I also have the designs posted on my Instagram. I'm at Katie Patrick Hello. Also check me out on LinkedIn. You might see a post there with some of the designs. And just try it out. Try it out now. Grab a menu or photograph a menu. You can probably even look it up online for a restaurant that you like. Get a bit of a feel for what you think the quantities would be of the different meals. You can Google calories and blah, blah, blah. You can do a rough draft of this type of thing. And if you can actually work with a real chef in a restaurant, you'll actually be able to measure it and calculate each dish individually. And if you wanted to go real gangster about it, you could ask people who are dining at the restaurants to to photograph their meals and send them to you to get a feel for the amounts. And once you start implementing this type of measurement-based design, it's enormously powerful and it's really amazing to see how well it really does work because it's bypassing our intellectual filter, our cognitive reasoning part of the brain, and it taps into these deeper brain circuits to do with emotion and social comparison and fear and how we are ranked and perceived in a group, which really is at the cornerstone of our survival. We're working with a much deeper form of psychology by figuring out a score and ranking people and giving that sense of validation, carrot and stick approach with the design framework than if we're sort of just asking people to do something, you know, altruistic for the planet. Because when we're just asking people to do things because they're a good idea, that's when our designs and our concepts start to fall down the value action gap, which means that you can get people to learn about stuff and to care about stuff, but they don't necessarily actually do anything. And the disclosure method, the behavioral science method, the social norms method, the ranking and the color coding, and the tracking progress towards a goal method, this goes straight to action. Only way to improve your score is to do the actual action that we want you to do. I'd love it if you would have a look at the V-Score designs. Let me know what you think. Take a screen grab of this episode and share it on Instagram. Tag me, share the V-Score designs. And of course, you can leave a rating and a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow if you haven't already. And thank you for your interest in environmental psychology and behavioral science for coming up with amazing, great ideas to save the world. It's all I truly love to do. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.